The Rebbe starts off the Sikha by saying that we discussed many times that it's the way of Rashi and his Pirush al to explain every single thing that might be difficult, not understood, in Pshutish mikra And anything that seemingly needs to have explanation in the simple meaning of the Pasek, and Rashi does not explain it, that itself is a proof that according to Rashi, these things are so, the, are so obviously understood that there's no need to explain, or they're understood based on something that Rashi had said previously. According to this, we need to understand something that seems to be a very big wonder and something seems to be very, very surprising when learning the simple pshat of the psukim in, the, in this week's parsha. A number of the mafarshim ala Torah do discuss it. And Davke Rashi, who is the Roy Shapashtonim, the main one that deals with Pshutishal Mikra, doesn't comment about it at all. And that is, Yosef certainly knew about his father's tremendous love to him. Therefore, certainly he also knew how much pain Yaakov is and how much he's mourning for the fact that he is missing. Why is it then that Yosef didn't notify Yaakov that he's alive? Now, this question is specifically about the time that's being discussed in this week's Parsha and Parsha's Miketz. In Parsha's Vayeshev, where it relates how Yosef was brought to Mitzrayim and he sold as a slave and then he's put into prison. It's understood that he's not able to notify his father that he's alive. However, in this parsha where he becomes Mishnah Lamelech, he becomes second to the king, he has the ability to do as he sees fit. So why is it that he would leave his father in pain and in mourning and not notify his father, either through a caravan, people traveling through Canaan, or send a special shliach, notifying his father that he's alive, and in that way, Revive his father. In that way, give the father that, his father that simcha. So the Rebbe says, seemingly you'd be able to answer this question based on something that Rashi had said earlier in Pasha's Vayeshev. Over there Rashi says that the reason why Yaakov mourned for his son, Yomim Rabim, for many years, Rashi explains it was 22 years from when he left him until Yaakov comes down to Mitzrayim. This was corresponding to 22 years that Yaakov himself did not fulfill Kibbut Avayim when he had left his parents. So you might say, this is why Yosef did not send a message to notify his father that he's alive before these 22 years are over, because Yaakov's punishment was supposed to be 22 years, corresponding to the 22 years that he himself did not fulfill Kibbut Avayim. However, says the Rebbe, we cannot answer that this explains Yosef's conduct. Why? So the Rebbe says, number one, how would Yosef know that Yaakov needs to receive a punishment of 22 years for him not fulfilling Kibbut Even if you want to say that Yosef did know, Yosef could still notify his father that he's alive, just not tell him where he is till after 22 years. Yaakov will then be punished by being separated from Yosef for 22 years, like, like he was separated from Yitzchak for 22 years. Most importantly, says the Rebbe number three, this still would not explain how Yosef could conduct himself in this way. Even if it was decreed on Yaakov to have a punishment, because he wasn't acting in a way of kibbutz Avaim for 22 years, that obviously doesn't give Yosef the right to punish his father by not telling him that he's alive. By way of example, we definitely can say that the Shvatim were allowed to sell Yosef, or that they had to sell Yosef, 
so that Yosef's dream should be fulfilled, and so that Yaakov should be punished. That doesn't give Yosef's brothers the right to do, do what they did. So seemingly, it also wouldn't give Yosef the right to withhold this information from his father. So the Rebbe says, in order to explain this, we're first going to have a look at Rashi in Pasha's Vayeshev, something there that also needs clarification. Rashi explains, what's the reason that Hashem did not tell Yaakov that Yosef is alive? Because the Shvatim had excommunicated, they placed a chayden, they placed an excommunication and a curse on anyone that would reveal what they have done. And they were Meshatef HaKadosh Baruch they included Hashem with them. Then Rashi goes on and says, but Yitzchak did know that Yosef was alive. But he said, how could I go ahead and reveal this if Hashem clearly does not want to reveal it? So the Rebbe asks, who exactly was included in this chedim, in this excommunication? Who does it apply to this curse? We can say that included in this curse and in this excommunication would be anyone that reveals it to Yaakov. That means it would apply to any person in the world that's going to tell Yaakov about it. Because number one, if that's the case, why would Rashi say, but Yitzchak that did know, he said, how could I reveal it? If Hashem doesn't want to reveal it, Yitzchak can't reveal it because there's a chayrim placed on everyone that's going to reveal it. So that's why he can't reveal it. So that's point number one, why we cannot say that the chayrim applies to everyone. Point number two is, why do they have to include Hashem in this chayrim if they made a chayrim on anyone that shouldn't be able to reveal it? So Hashem also cannot reveal it, so to speak, because of this reason, because everyone is included. So what's this idea of including Hashem? So we must say that this chayrim actually only applies to the people that participated in this chayrim. And when it says anybody that will reveal it, means anyone that's present at the time and joining in this chayrim. And that's why they have to say, but we are including Hashem in this as well. But based on this, we still need to understand, number one, again, Rashi says, that Yitzchak says, how could I reveal it if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it? But one second, if we say that Hashem was included in the Cherem, then it should have said, not how could Hashem, that Hashem doesn't want to reveal it, if Hashem is sworn not to reveal it. And this leads us to the next point. Why should Yitzchak not tell Yaakov just because Hashem is not telling Yaakov? Hashem Kivayochel cannot tell Yaakov because they included him in that cherem. But that seemingly shouldn't stop Yitzchak from revealing it to Yaakov. He was not included in the cherem, and we just said before that it didn't apply to every person on earth. Finally, the Rebbe says, what's Bechlal the point of a cherem? What's the idea of having to make a cherem? Shouldn't it be enough that they had decided amongst themselves that everyone that's here agrees not to reveal it to Yaakov. And so too in regards to Hashem, they could daven to Hashem, they could ask Hashem not to reveal it. What's the point of this chayrim? And then the Rebbe says number four, we don't find in Pshutei Shomikro and in Rashi anywhere that the Shvatim had actually undone this chayrim before they notified Yaakov that Yosef is alive. So what happened over here? How could they notify Yaakov if that chayrim was never undone? So there are Mepharshim that say that what Rashi means is similar to what we find in the Medrash Tanchuma, which is the source of Rashi. 
In the Medrash Tanchum, it says the following. The Shvatim said, let us make a cheirim amongst us that no one's going to tell Yaakov, our father. So Yehuda says to them, Reuven, our brother, is not here. In order to make a cheirim, we need to have ten people. So we're only nine. So what do they do? They include Hashem in the cheirim so as not to tell their father. And Hashem, in fact, doesn't tell them because of this cheirim. So the Mepharshim explained that they included Hashem in making the cheirim, and in this way the cheirim applies to them as well, because for this they needed a minion. But it has nothing to do with the fact that Hashem won't reveal it, meaning to say they needed a minion to make the cheirim. But it doesn't mean that they applied the cheirim onto Hashem. Hashem only didn't reveal it because Hashem didn't want to act lenient in regards to the, their cheyrim. They made a cheyrim, so Hashem sort of also joined them in not revealing. This will explain why they included Hashem in the cheyrim. It also would explain why Rashi would finish off and says Hashem didn't want to reveal it. doesn't say that Hashem was sworn not to reveal it, because Hashem was not included in that cheyrim itself. And the only reason why Hashem is not telling Yaakov is because he didn't want to reveal it. And then Yitzchak says, how can I reveal it if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it? So this is the way some of Farshim explain. However, says the Rebbe, we can't actually explain Rashi this way. Why not? First of all, the Rebbe says, Rashi Bukhal never tells us when exactly they made this cheyrim. In fact, it makes sense to say that they made it after Reuven returned, when they did have ten. Why would they wait for Reuven to return so that the Chedim should apply to him as well? Because if he's not included, then Rashi would have to explain to us somewhere, why didn't Reuven say what happened? Furthermore, the Rebbe says, in Pshutesh Mikro, and in Rashi, there's no hint at all to this concept that you need 10 people for a Chedim. Rashi should have said that somewhere. And therefore, it seems to be that when Rashi says, that Hashem is included in the Chedim, it seems to be that Hashem is also becoming Asur. That he's not allowed to reveal it because of the Chedim. But if that's the case, we once again have all the previous questions that we asked before. The Rebbe says, there are Mepharshim of Rashi that ask another question. How Bechlal did the Shavatim know that Hashem agreed to their Chedim? It's very nice to say, we're, making, we're including Hashem in the Chedim. Even amongst human people, human beings, amongst people, you can't just say, I'm going to join this other person to join us in this cheyrim or this isr or whatever it is without the person agreeing. So how could they include Hashem without knowing whether Hashem actually agrees? So the Mepharshim given, give different reasons to say that the Shavatim were certain that Hashem would not want to reveal it to Yaakov and that Hashem would agree to this cheyrim. What are the reasons that they give? So number one, they say, is because Hashem wanted that the Brisbane Absarim should be able to happen. That Yaakov and his children should end up in Mitzrayim. And the only way that's going to happen is by Yaakov not finding out that Yosef is alive the whole time, etc. Number two, they knew that Hashem is not going to reveal it. Because again, Hashem wants that Yaakov should be punished for the 22 years. For the 22 years that he did not fulfill Kibbut Ava'im. A third reason why they're certain that Hashem would not want to tell Yaakov is because Hashem wouldn't want the Yaakov should curse his children for what they did. And then, Chas V'Shalem, all the Yidin that are dependent on Yaakov, Chas V'Shalem wouldn't be able to exist because if the children are cursed, then Chas V'Shalem, this would affect all of Klai Yisrael. So the Rebbe says, 
In addition to problems that exist with each one of these Pirushim individually, which the Rebbe discusses some of them in the Ha'aris, the Rebbe says we cannot say that Rashi actually learns like this. Why? Rashi says, but Yitzchak that knew that he's alive said, how could I reveal it? If Hashem doesn't want to reveal it, in other words, Hashem doesn't want to reveal that he's alive. Why does Hashem not want to reveal he's alive? As Rashi himself says, because they had made a cherem and a klola and anyone that's going to reveal it, and they included Hashem with them. So in other words, we must say that the cherem and this curse apply not only on someone that's going to say that they sold Yosef, but also whoever is going to say that Yosef is alive, because that's why Yitzchak didn't say that Yosef is alive. Now, these reasons that we just said would only apply to saying that we shouldn't say the whole story, that the Yidin, that the Shvatim had actually sold Yosef to the Yishma'elim and taken down to Mitzrayim. But why can't Yaakov know that Yosef is alive? We just won't tell him where he is and what happened. We won't tell him for 22 years until there's the famine and Yosef will be the Mishnah Lamelech and Yaakov will come down to Mitzrayim. In this way, all three Issues will be taken care of. The Brisbane Absarim could still take place. Yaakov is still being punished for 22 years, for which he wasn't Mekayim, Kibbut Aveim. Yaakov wouldn't curse his sons, because now he's not going to suspect that they sold him. He knows Yosef is alive somewhere, very nice. Says the Rebbe, so the explanation in all of this will be understood by first discussing another surprising fact. How does it make sense that not one of the children had some misoiderous tshuva during this whole time for selling Yosef. And he should admit. And he should tell Yaakov that we sold Yosef and Yosef is still alive. Especially that we find in the Parsha that eventually they did all regret it. They said to each other, but we are at fault for our brothers. We, for our brother, we saw his pain when he begged us, when he pleaded with us. So what's going on? Says the Rebbe, that's the whole point why they made the Chayrim. That's exactly what they were concerned about. That once their anger calms down, they were certain that one of them is going to regret it and want to tell it to Yaakov. And as a result of that, everyone else will also be impacted because of Yaakov's anger and all of that. And that is exactly why they made the cherem. That's exactly why they placed the curse on anyone that's going to reveal it. Meaning to say that no one has permission to reveal this to Yaakov. But certainly they did not mean to say that even if we all together decide to reveal it, then we'll still be also to reveal it. That wouldn't be a problem. As long as we all agree, then it's not a problem. However, there's still a concern. What about if one of them, or maybe even the majority, is going to want to force all the other ones to listen to him and to reveal it to Yaakov? Similar to what Rashi says, where the brothers tell Yehuda, just like you convinced us not to kill Yosef, if you would have told us not to sell him, we would have listened to you as well. This is exactly why they had Hashem join in this cherem that they made. In other words, that the ultimate decision when to reveal and if to reveal to Yaakov is going to depend on Hashem. And so that if even all of the other brothers are going to decide to reveal it, they still won't be able to do it because of this cherem, unless they also have Hashem's permission. But it doesn't mean that they included Hashem in the cherem that Hashem is not allowed to reveal. Because they have no idea whether Hashem wants to reveal or not. Whether Hashem agrees or not. So why didn't Hashem reveal it? 
So because they made this chedem and included Hashem, what does that mean? In other words, since they included Hashem, that they are not going to reveal to Yaakov without his consent, without Hashem joining them. So therefore, even though in the chedem that they made, they did not intend that Hashem should not be allowed to reveal without their consent. But because they included Hashem in this general union, so Kavayochoel, he participated also in this whole thing, that he's also not going to reveal it unless they all agree together. That is Hashem and the Shvatim. Now we can understand what Rashi says, that why didn't Hashem reveal it? Because they made a cherem and they made a curse that on whoever will reveal it, and they included Hashem. And what does Rashi say? But Yitzchak did know that he's alive. And he said, how can I reveal it if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it? Why is Hashem not revealing it? Not because Hashem can't reveal it because of this chayim, but rather he doesn't want to reveal it. So from this Yitzchak took and he said, if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it, how can I go and reveal it? Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand the reason why Yosef, back to the original question, doesn't send a message to Yaakov that he's alive because since Yosef also knows that Hashem doesn't want to reveal to Yaakov, that itself is an indication that Yaakov doesn't need to know right now that he's alive. And therefore Yosef also makes that same calculation and says, how could I reveal it if Hashem doesn't want to reveal it? So the Rebbe asks, it's still not understood. As a result of the Chayrim, the Shvatim are not allowed to reveal and tell Yaakov that he's alive. So how do they now go and tell Yaakov that he's alive? Also, how does Yosef say to tell Yaakov that he's alive if Hashem himself is not revealing it? Says the Rebbe, this too is completely understood based on Rashi. Rashi tells us on the Posik, Vayar Yaakov ki yashever b'mitzrayim. The Yaakov saw that there's grain, there's food in Mitzrayim. Rashi says, what does it mean, Vayar? He saw bas paklar yashol He saw through a holy lens, so to speak, like in a kind of ruach ha-koydash, that he has still some shever b'mitzrayim. He still has some hope in Mitzrayim. It wasn't a clear nevuah to say that it's Yosef, but he knows that there's something major happening for him in Mitzrayim. Now, Yaakov doesn't know what it is, but the Shvatim do know what it is. The Shvatim know that it's Yosef. So they understood that this re'iyah, this that Yaakov is seeing, Bas in his holy lands, what is that? It's that Hashem is telling Yaakov that the time is now coming. That we need to look into what's happening with Yosef. They understand they need to start investigating and looking for Yosef and to tell Yosef. And that's exactly why, as the Pasuk says, the brothers of Yosef go down, meaning to say that they're regretting now their sale and they themselves decided that they want to act in a brotherly way with him. And as Rashi tells us, they're ready to redeem him for any amount of money that's going to be said. In other words, so now it's coming to a situation where they're recognizing that Hashem is agreeing for it, and all of them are also ready to reveal it. So, so to when Yosef sends the message to Yaakov, when he sees that they are doing everything within their power, that they want to find him, he also starts understanding that this must be a message. Now, since he didn't know yet for sure that the time has come, and most importantly, if he is going to tell Yaakov before the Shvatim come to Yaakov, this may impact Yaakov's relationship with the Shvatim. So therefore, Yosef doesn't himself send a message to Yaakov with the Shliach, but rather Yosef tells the Shvatim, I am Yosef, your brother. And now you, the brothers, are made the Chayrim. Surely you will know when it is that Hashem wants to reveal it to Yaakov. 
And as we said before, they got this message because of Yaakov's own nevuah. And then they'll be, tell, be able to tell Yaakov, Oi Yosef Chai.